have a special treat for you today. We have James from the Catholic Union on to share with us a little bit of an update on what's been going on in the House of Lords, Parliament, well, all things uh, for the UK and England and further abroad. Hello, James. Thanks for joining us. Morning, Helena. Great to be back with you. All right, James. As I was reading the news to our listeners earlier this week, I stumbled across the memory of Sir David Ames. And I believe this is the one year anniversary of his of his. Yes. Yeah. It's a very it's a very sad moment. Uh, Yep. Sir David was killed. uh, Well, actually, it was on a Friday. His his first anniversary is actually tomorrow. uh, There you go. Yeah. So. Around that, a bit of scandal came across because uh, Sir David Ames was a... Oh, I'm going to get this all wrong, James, because <laughs> he was a, an MP from a certain... Mm. From which area? Uh, South End. South, South End. End West, which is constituency, yes. And he was shot. Was he shot or stabbed? Uh, he was stabbed. There, I'm, just, I'm just testing you. I know all this. So I'm just making sure. And, and li- listeners, it's a little game for you too. So he was stabbed uh, during one of his... General Assembly, not General Assembly, but his open door time where people in his area can come and share their concerns or their thanks, different things that they could. he's available to the public. And during this time, he got stabbed and ended up passing away. One of the controversies that also came up around this was getting hit, uh, was being able for a priest to provide last rites to Sir David Ames. So, all this controversy, we've had a year of back and forth, back and forth. Anything changed? Have are we further along? Or is there now all, all policemen just need to be Catholic? You, you have to have a priest at every ambulance service? What's what's the story, James? So it did it did lead to a to a change. Uh, Sir David was a fantastic local campaigner and a and a, and a fine Catholic parliamentarian, and uh, yes, as, as you as you say, I mean, he was he was killed doing the job that he loved. It was a it was a uh, a huge shock and and sadness. First, firstly for his his family and close friends, of course. Um, but when you lead a life of public service as as he did, uh, his death touched people far and wide. Uh, the many local causes that he supported. Um, and at a national level, it was a huge loss for the Catholic community uh, in this country. So David wore his faith uh, on, his, on his sleeve. Uh, he was a, a, a tireless campaigner for causes that he believed in, uh, which often included his, his, his faith. Um, so it left a huge gap in our, in our national life. He was one of those uh, MPs who you could really rely on uh, to take up causes, uh, you know, he was he was fearless in that. Um, and yes, what was a, a, a particular sadness for this uh, fine Catholic parliamentarian was that on the day he was killed, uh, his local parish priest who came to the scene uh, was unable to access the crime scene, un- unable to come through the police cordon. Um, and so Sir David, very sadly, was unable to receive the last rites. Um, you know, I and mean, one can only imagine how uh, how sad, how desperate the the scene on that on that morning in Southend must have been. And you know, the police were 
try to do their job as best they best they could. And uh, Sir David's uh, priest, you know, didn't want to make the situation worse, and he stood outside the police cordon and said prayers. Um, but it was a terrific sadness that uh, that Sir David was was unable to receive the last rites. Uh, and following that, uh, the Catholic Union worked with a number of uh, Catholic MPs and peers uh, and non-Catholics as well, I should say, others who were who were concerned about what this you know, meant for public authorities more generally respecting the faith and belief of, of, of others. Uh, it was debated in Parliament. Uh, it was raised by uh, Catholic Union's Vice President, Mike Kane, uh, another fine Catholic parliamentarian. And uh, a, a working group was set up between Cardinal Vincent Nichols and the Metropolitan Police, which looked at this issue. Uh, and earlier this year, I'm very pleased to say that new guidance was was worked up. Um, and the new guidance really couldn't be any any better. I mean, it, it is it is crystal clear in recognizing the importance of the last rites to Catholics, and also you know it says that people uh, of all faiths should have their should have their wishes respected. You know, these things remain an operational matter for the police, but the guidance is very clear that people's personal views should be should be respected. And uh, for Sir David Amos, who was such a fantastic local campaigner, it it, it sort of struck me as a kind of final. Uh, a final campaign win for him. Sometimes these things, you know, can take a long time to happen. And, uh, you know, often these things can take years and you know, particularly with anything to do with kind of criminal justice and policing, uh, these matters can can take a long time. But we, but we actually got that new guidance published, I think it was about May this year. So, uh, so yes, I mean, through the help of some excellent parliamentarians, uh, and I'm sure God's grace as well. We were able to see a change there. So, so yes, that where you know where there was darkness, there was light. And you know, David's death has has inspired that campaign and and many more besides. I think this is also a great example of. Hopefully, this was not belittling the importance of the 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 new procedures and things, but a great exercise for those in Parliament, for those uh, lobbying Parliament, and for those uh, in public figures working together with immediacy to get something done. And uh, because, I don't know, in America, it's, we go, everything takes forever. And like you said, it's it, we, it, we, it, we're a year on and this has been completed. Some concrete answers have been made and changes have been made. So I hope... Uh, folks making the rules and everything, you took notes <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> this worked because this and this happened. These two people ah, so that hopefully more of these issues can be taken up and done in reasonable time. Mm, exactly. Um, I mean, it, actually, that's one of the things that people uh, remarked about Sir David was that his his ability to to work with other parliamentarians. I mean, there's a very good tribute from Harriet Harman who's been a Labour MP for, for a long time. I think they might have entered the House at the same time. And um, I remember when she spoke, she said that as a new Labour MP, she came to Parliament uh, determined not to like any Conservative MP. You know, she, wouldn't, she couldn't imagine working with a, with a Tory. Um, but she said that um, Sir David was just too nice not to like. And I think uh, 
you know, I think I think kindness is a virtue that is often overlooked, and there's this uh, perhaps perception that in politics you can't be kind, and that sort of you know when we talk about leadership, we think about sort of strength, and we think about you know good decision making, but actually, you know, kindness is a virtue that shouldn't be overlooked. Um, but and it's also, I mean, apart from just being a good thing to do and a great Christian virtue, it is also uh, you know it's it's also very practical in helping to get things done. Because if you are kind to people and you're nice then you are more likely to see that kind of cross-party working and and some of those results which which some campaigns uh, struggle to do. There you go. So all of our lovely MPs that are listening to Radio Maria on their way to wherever, take that to note. Kindness. Kindness, absolutely, yeah. Pope Francis uh, had a few words that he shared uh, that was shared at his service in the Vatican. Um, Archbishop Claudio Gugaretti, who is the apostolic nuncio to Great Britain, shared these words from Pope Francis. His holiness recalls with gratitude Sir David's years of devoted public service, guided by his strong Catholic faith and evidenced in his deep concern for the poor and the disadvantaged, his commitment to the defense of God's gift of life, and his efforts to foster understanding and cooperation with the Holy See in its universal mission. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, God bless you, Sir, uh, Sir David Amies, and all you're doing in heaven now and looking down upon us. Absolutely. Speaking of Cardinal Vincent Nichols and working with the Metropolitan Police, Cardinal Vincent Nichols has been in the news as well, and he's had some words to say to our new Prime Minister, uh, Liz Truss. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Mm, he has. So, um, well, a number of Catholic groups uh, contacted the Prime Minister, uh, as is often the case. When there's a new leader to you know offer our support uh practically in terms of bringing the expertise uh of various catholic charities and uh and groups in this country and also to offer prayerful support as well because you know i think you know praying for our national leaders is a really important thing to do you know i think you know whatever your politics whatever your beliefs um you know the the men and women who find themselves in these positions of authority i think really do need our do need our prayers particularly this at uh, this moment so um so yes so the the cardinal wrote to to the prime minister uh, i understand offering his prayers and uh reminding her of the work of the catholic church in this country and its mission to to build up the common good uh and the catholic union in a in a, in a similar vein also wrote to her um you know offering offering to help and uh, you know, trying to work work with the government at this very difficult time because um, you know ultimately these decisions affect, affect people's lives and uh, you know we've got to make sure that um, yeah that uh, that people on the margins of society are not overlooked. Uh, we've got to make sure that in all the turmoil in life uh, that, that goal of the common good uh, is not is not overlooked and um, and we've got to remain prayerful. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so yes, that's that's been our contribution so far. Oh, but he's also contributed, uh, James, with just last week. He mentioned that uh, when uh, when 
the when the prime minister uh, expressed some uh, an idea of moving the location of the British embassy in Israel. Uh, it's now currently in Tel Aviv. Now, this might be updated, but there was some... Uh, it was bantied about, perhaps. Uh, like, maybe it should be moved. Maybe it should go to Jerusalem. Da, 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 da. And Cardinal Vincent Nichols did not shy away and, and wrote to her um, expressing that Pope Francis and the leaders of the churches in the Holy Land have long called for the international status quo on Jerusalem to be upheld in accordance with the relevant resolutions of the United Nations. The city must be shared as a common patrimony, never becoming an exclusive monopoly of any party. And so he went on to say, I ask you earnestly to reconsider the intention you have expressed and to focus all efforts on seeking a two-state solution in which Jerusalem would have a guaranteed special status. So why why do we need to not move Tel Aviv? Is the, is the, uh, is the food better in Tel Aviv? I don't understand. <laughs> well, I, I've been to both Tel Aviv and to Jerusalem, and the uh, yeah the food the food is equally good. Um, so I think I think what Cardinal Nettles uh, was expressed, and he was absolutely you know I think absolutely right to say what he did. Actually, a uh, a friend of mine who's a journalist <clears throat> tweeted after that. You know why. Why is uh, the the cardinal? Uh, you know, why why is the Archbishop of Westminster commenting on these matters? And uh, I did say to him that you know it is not unusual for the leader of the Catholic Church in this country to have a view on on the homeland of Christ and and what happens there. <laughs> it's um you know it's something the Church should absolutely be be engaging with. And I think with these decisions, you've got to look at what's that's what we were saying earlier on you know what's what is best for the common good what's best for peace and um uh you know the cardinal clearly feels very strongly that the the current resolution should be should be upheld i'm i'm not entirely sure quite quite kind of what the what the british government's official view is at the moment and whether it has changed i think it was in relation to comments that were made by the prime minister either at conservative party conference or just or just before um so as, as i understand it so our, our, our embassy is still in tel aviv uh it has not moved yet uh i gather the american embassy uh has has moved that was one of the things that president trump did um but yes our embassy remains in 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 tel aviv and i think i think the government were uh considering a move but for the time being it it, it remains in tel aviv there you go Oh, yummy Tel Aviv. I haven't had breakfast yet, so I'm thinking my mind is on food. Um, James, with also, there is a bit of, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Eurovision is coming to England. Of course I'm aware. This is the most most pressing political development oh james you make my heart sore because it is (laughs) it is it is um it's been decided to be in liverpool Mm. liverpool um there so listeners may get your tickets now um there is a christian um it's it's not it's like a road show where they they have all these materials that you can buy things um or uh to help like for a parish, listeners, you probably always wondered, how do they get all the wafers for communion? Oh, where do they get the wine? Oh, they, we need a new bench. We need new nice chairs. Where do we go? How do we get these nice things for our churches? 
Well, there is like a consumer uh, roadshow that brings all these different places that supplies to churches and they have a big convention each year. And apparently, oh my goodness, James, so much drama. It's at the same time as Eurovision is going to be in Liverpool. Oh my goodness, I did not know that. I know. That's great. Well, it is great. It is great. The The problem is, uh, so now there's going to be fighting over who gets hotel rooms and whatnot. Well, whatnot. yeah, I mean, I hope people arrive at the right, the right venue. You might end up some people with Eurovision coming to our... Yeah, the no, maybe that's the best <laughs> way. Come in, come in. <laughs> Check this well, out. who knows? It could be a great moment for... for uh, um, evangelism. <laughs> I know, I know. Do you know what? As Liverpool is preparing as uh, as a city, the eyes are going to be on Liverpool now from around the country. Mm. How is uh, is are they? Uh, are there a lot of members from the Catholic Union from Liverpool? Is, is there an active group there? Yeah, well, traditionally, so uh, there's, there's a very strong Catholic community in Liverpool. Uh, we have the new uh, cathedral there. Uh, it's where Cardinal Nichols comes from. Uh, yeah, I believe from, uh, yeah, produced quite a few Catholic parliamentarians and uh, and priests. So there's a very strong Catholic community in 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 Liverpool. Uh, yeah, so I'm sure having Eurovision there and this gathering of of church leaders is only going to uh, strengthen that community more. So. Uh, Oh, there's nothing like a Liverpudlian hello. So as they prepare, we will be praying for you, Liverpool, as you prepare your doorsteps and doors to open to all these people traveling from Europe for Eurovision, traveling around the country to get their cushions for their church pews. Oh, what an exciting time to be up north. Absolutely. Yes. James, could you um, thank you for coming? I love catching up with the Catholic Union oh, and listening. I hope you do, too. <laughs> Can you end our, pro- our program, though, uh, James, with a little bit of a prayer? Yes, absolutely. I'll use the one that we um, uh, say at our parliamentary and public affairs committee meeting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a prayer for the Holy Spirit to come and be with us uh, in all that we do. So in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and they shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit did instruct the hearts of the faithful, grant that by the same Holy Spirit we may be truly wise and ever enjoy his consolations. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you, James. Have a good day and keep up all the great work. Thank you, Anna. Will do. God bless you and all your listeners. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Listeners, if you're wondering on how you could find out more about the Catholic Union and how you can get involved, please do visit their website, which is catholicunion.org.uk. If you want to hear James's past updates, you can visit our website, radiomariaengland.uk, and there you'll find his other podcasts. Thanks for joining us today on Radio Maria.